Welcome back to Comic Talk. I'm Nick Lord. I'm Stevie Ray Bill. And we are Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level! Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Yeah, I think they got it. Cringe is at an all-time high today, boys. <laughs> this week, we're going to discuss the new Donnie Cates series, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think we are done. What are you doing with... Why are you putting that on? What are you doing with the gauntlet? Heroes in Whoa. Crisis. Wait. I was just in a black void talking about... He Steven. Yeah, and I was sitting right there, so I guess I fully haven't mastered this thing. Well, I was getting sick of uh, Nick's fat mouth, so I thought I'd try you on the show. Wait, where is Nick? Is he in the same void that I was just in? Are we still talking about Heroes in Crisis? Oh, oh no, 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 no. We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy today. Here, uh, since I guess you haven't read that, I'll give you the knowledge real quick. Okay, what? Okay, so this week on Comic Talk with, I guess, Steven and I? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Steven Ray Bill. Steven Ray Bill. Well, I'm Josh Ryder. And welcome to Comic Talk this week. Actually, welcome to Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Uh, well, I'm 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 still trying to catch my get my bearings about after being in an empty black void. Uh, I thought we were gonna talk about heroes, but I feel like we're gonna have to just jump into Guardians. But before we do that, I think we need to touch a little bit on Infinity War series that leads up into the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I feel like I just got out of a black void because uh, I just crammed like six issues in one day. <laughs> oh, that's always the best thing to do. You're like, info, info, info. Mm -hmm. Read Prime first and then go into the six-issue arc because in that Prime, you find out that Thanos dies by a new villain that they made, Requiem. Yep, which is a uh, follow-up to Requiem for a Dream. Yep. In case you guys missed last uh, week's uh, There Will Be Analysis, this is a follow-up to Requiem for a Dream. So Darren Aronofsky. They all, they all fused together from their abuse of heroin and just gained superpowers. Yep, and uh, Big Tim was there. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos the Mad Titan died by somebody who seems to be wielding the Power Stone in an she, awesome suit. And then she just gassed all the Chitari. God. Like, like they were just nothing. like, we will obey you. You killed our master. We follow you. She's like, I don't need you guys. Boom. <laughs> Boom, I don't need you. Loki's up to his no, uh, no good. Loki goes to Omnipotent City to find out why he never wins. <laughs> why all his stories seem to end the same with him not sitting on a throne because he feels like he's being tricked by somebody. Meets Floa, who ends up being like uh, the guardian of this library because um, I believe it was uh, Freya said that gathering all the Asgardian knowledge in one place was not a very good idea, so it needed some sort of protector, and then she promptly tries to kick Loki out. Oh, of course. It's pretty course. funny that she gets like emboldened by being near all those texts and scrolls and stuff. Well, all, have that, all that knowledge, that vast knowledge, that glad it was Freya to bring up the idea of let's not keep it in one spot because if Asgard dies, spoiler, Asgard's gone, uh, <laughs> that you have this... Uh, library to go back to and find out but loki trying to figure out where why doesn't he have a good end well i mean you're a trickster what are we what are you going to expect what's the difference here try being a good guy for once i mean just wait a little bit they and then, seem to win <laughs> <laughs> they seem to find a way you know earth mightiest heroes it's what they do uh but after prime introduces you to that you see loki's up to something you see thanos the mad titan headless and she's gaining all of the infinity stones and just like thanos but different she wanted to fix the world she wanted to change the world uh, instead of halving the universe by taking half of its life, she fused two different universes together to form a brand new universe. Yes, the Warped World, I The believe. Warped World, which yep. was, I think, manipulated through the Soul Stone, correct? Yeah, I believe it's... Like, it was a world that lied dormant inside of the Soul World? I or was that no, something I think that she jumped folded into? the universe outside the Soul Stone, and then she put everyone that was going against her into the Soul World. Into the Soul World, and that's where Adam Warlock, so Strange, all of them ended up getting she put. She halved life, but in a very creative way. She would make her dad so proud. 
She is his requiem. <laughs> she is his requiem. In Guardians, their first objective is to find out why Thanos is being reborn. Yes, that was an amazing... Probably the best funeral in comic books to ever be seen. Man, so awesome. We've gathered some of the most powerful people in the universe here to... Uh, celebrate slash be concerned for a moment <laughs> yeah. like so uh thanos is dead here's his headless body here's his message for everybody here's his own personal eulogy i'm glad all of my enemies could be here to see the demise of their greatest nemesis <laughs> yeah so cocky gotta <laughs> love it but i am reuni reunited with my lady death and i will be reborn so fear me yeah. Even though I'm dead, still fear me. And I love how he said, I didn't live a normal life to have die, <laughs> yeah. have a normal death. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. Okay, we get it, dude. You're awesome. That's Thanos a great style. line. Uh, but to, yeah, to write his, to have his own video log about his, like, oh, if you found this, I have failed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but just know, I uploaded my memories to some, some other vessel, and I'm not dead. So I'm, my only regret is that I don't get to see you fight over it. Yes. So yes. whether or not that's even true, it could just be a ploy that get Thanos to be like, oh, they're going to bicker and fight and like all that stuff. Yeah, I believe Frank Castle, Ghost Rider, says something about that. And he's like, he could be right here watching us worry. That sounds like something he would do. And he said one of us could be that. Like if you start picking out people, because like, their first objective is to kill Gamora. That's the yes, only logical the, thing right now, because she was what she was his requiem. Yes, his <laughs> requiem. So it's the most logical, like, I guess, vessel for him to inhabit. Mm -hmm. And then who shows up but. The Black Order. Yep. Hold on, before we touch on that, can we acknowledge for a split second that they brought in Thanos' brother, Eros, man? That was cool. Like, he was the one giving the eulogy. My first introduction <laughs> to him. Yep. I was uh, not sure who he was. Uh, Star Fox, I think it was. What's his other thing? Uh, do a barrel roll. <laughs> do a barrel roll. Uh, they bring him in. He's like, but we have to do this. And they didn't invite the Earth Mightiest Heroes because he didn't think they were capable to do what this group of people would do, a.k.a. Because they want kill. to spare people that have wiped out half the universe. Yeah. yeah. Let's just put Thanos in chains. No, let's kill the Mad let's Titan. Let's just build a better prison. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this one will work. We have Tony Stark's technology. Okay, calm down. You go into that, and they have Eros break off, and like he said, the Black Order shows up. Really cool that they're going to be involved in this. I mean, they were his heralds. You know, they were the, the goons that fought for him. Uh, they come in, shoot a, I don't know, the, they didn't say what weapon they used, but it created a black hole, because well, that's just a ripped, trend. They ripped space. Oh, they, they ripped, ripped a hole in space, space oh, somehow. <laughs> they I forgot, their first introduction space. was we cut to the Guardians for a moment, or whoever's left of the Guardians, I think it's, it's just Peter. It's Star-Lord and, Star and, uh, <laughs> and Groot, Groot. who's like cutting himself, I guess. He's like, can you stop with the sawdust? It's like, I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. Yeah, I get it. I am Groot to you, so too. So they're on their way to nowhere. Which is like that decapitated Celestial's head, and it's gone. Mm -hmm. Where was it? <laughs> the Black Order just threw it into Sector X, which is where like they're having their meeting with mm -hmm. uh, Thanos' uh, funeral. Yeah, decapitated body. Yeah, so got a that body way here. they can just recapture his body, so that way they can rebirth him somehow. And you have Eros trying to study the body. They would have just dumped the corpse, but it still might have some sort of tell for what where he is, what he's doing. I mean, I'm not sure. Because Thanos is crazy like that. I mean, he wrote his own eulogy. He's like... He has no head, but I'm going to keep doing an autopsy just to make sure he's dead. <laughs> just to make... We don't know. We don't know. It's comic books. <laughs> and before we close out the Guardians of uh, the Galaxy first issue, I think we need to backtrack once again, because, I mean, that's just kind of what we're good at doing. You know, we're really good at jumping back and forth and back and forth. But there I is think no we order make, here. There is no order. And to have order, you must have disorder. And that's honestly where we thrive. Uh, but where we left off in Infinity War... Yeah, I'm going there again. What's up? Uh is that they have this big fight. They're in the Soul Eaters. The Devondra's destroying everything. Uh, jump forward just a smidge, and you have Gamora getting finally getting taken down, getting beat up a little bit. 
because they ended up going to a in the soul world they found little gamora little gamora not the old gamora that was missing this is also a person because apparently there's two parts of gamora missing that's yeah. what i got from that i mean they have the older one and the younger one yeah that's what i thought too and the younger one had six infinity stones her little fun stones her little fun stones and with these fun stones they thought it'd be a good idea to return to the quarry of the gods and fight gamora mm-hmm. which ends up really well for her <laughs> for Gamora? Yeah, for Gamora. Loki, I guess, somehow, because these stones are different, they don't go with who you think they would. Like, Hulk, you would normally think, oh, he would definitely have the power stone, but I guess somehow, like, his power amplifies the power of the soul stone, I guess? Space stone. Space stone. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I'm not going to get too far into that. I'm not a gemologist. Man, yeah. <laughs> Comic book logic, man. It's awesome, but it's weird. Comic book logic. Uh, so. But they, yeah, they... Loki divvy out, divvies out the stones to who he thinks that they would best represent and help out in this in a time of crisis. Mm -hmm. uh, well, they were able to knock out Gamora. They had uh, Hulk with the space stone Hulk absolutely just... Doo, doo, just doo, went doo, absolutely doo, doo. stupid on her. Oh, I don't know man. how she lived. <laughs> and of course, with this aftermath, breaking her stone, uh, breaking her sword, she no longer has her infinity stone. And... Loki, Loki collects them all. Loki, of course, Which the obviously trickster. obviously everyone's just like, I don't know how we let him out of our sight. <laughs> <laughs> like, he should be the number one pro. I mean, obviously Gamora is, but Loki should be, like, very close of, like, okay, keep an eye on this dude. Yes. He obtains the stones and then says, I uh, don't remember the exact dialogue, but he basically says, until I see you again. Phases yeah. into the god quarry. Yep. And Which, goes uh, into a new... I guess he it, goes into the universe prime. Universe prime. I guess the very original, and it just seems like there's just a bunch of celestials just chilling there, with seemingly. stones everywhere. Yes, stones everywhere of the same colors. It seems like he's just talk, talking to them. He's like, "Why'd you create these for your use or for ours? Or like, why are you like tossing them around or whatever?" And one of them starts reaching for him. He starts like, "He's like, whoa, let's not get carried away here." <laughs> and just points to like, I guess, the edge of the universe. It was a pretty nice panel. It was like reminiscent. Didn't Loki just of, laugh? Yes, it just feels like he's just laughing for whatever he sees. I guess he sees the future, and it's like kind of reminiscent of how the first page of Infinity Wars was, where it's just Gamora's face just saying that there's something missing. Mm -hmm. And so Loki sees into the future is just like, well, I guess I don't need these anymore or whatever. Yeah, he immediately was like, well, I don't need these. Goes back and is like, here you go. Here you guys are. Just try to prevent the collapse of the, of the multiverse. Of the I'm multiverse. I'm going back to Omnipotent City. Yep. So yeah, after Loki gives them back the stones, we're just going to cut forward real quick so that way we can actually wrap up Guardians. Um, they save Soul World, like they save the Warped World and the Normal World. They like make a copy of everyone, put them in the little Warp World. Um, before they make the uh, Gamora's first, just like the only way to pr uh, save both of these worlds is let Devonshire eat everyone, and I'll make a universe out of the threads. Hulk's just like, screw that! I'm gonna punch the ever-loving hell out of Devondra with this soul gem and just create a black hole. Logic. <laughs> so Drax and Warlock, I think, I believe they're the ones that somehow hold open this black hole and like invert it or something so that way both these universes can be separated. They both jump through their respective hole. I think they might have sacrificed themselves. Soldier uh, Supreme's still living, though. Soldier Supreme's world. still living, and Arachnite, and Iron Hammer, and all them. And he starts the Defenders, as well. Hopefully sure. we get another, like, ultimate comic book universe with all of them or something. Regardless, uh, cuts back to Earth. Warlock has no, now has all the gems. Everyone's starting to, like, starting to argue for whatever reason. <laughs> like, because whenever you get the stones, nobody ever does the right thing. Like, they always kind of, like, repeat history no matter what happens. Because mm -hmm. you have the power of infinite. There is, like, what do you do? So Warlock... 
amidst all these heroes bickering, he's pauses time. He's just like he's pondering, just like what you said. Is like these stones usually always cause the corruption of whomever, and so what well, he th- he thinks he does what's best. He teleports Gamora away because everyone's like threatening to kill her. And I guess he wants her to still be around because Peter Quill's still alive in this universe, so that might be the reason that she stays grounded and doesn't lose her mind again. Yep. And everyone's asking, where'd you send Gamora? He's like, I think I sent her to the place where she can do the most good. Which is really nice. In addition to teleporting Gamora away so she can do whatever that she's going to do in Guardians, possibly, hopefully not die, Yeah. because everyone's hunting her now, Uh he did something that I think is really interesting, and I don't really know what to think. This is going to have some huge uh, implications for the future. He gave all the Infinity Stones souls. They think for themselves now. They don't need... They think for themselves. Yeah, they don't technically need a, a wielder. They yeah, because they were all just like, we need to separate the stones again. He's like, well, I'm going to try something that we haven't done. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, all... we split them apart. How many times now? They always end up getting gathered. This universe apparently is really small. <laughs> yeah, and they do like the dragon balls. They just shoot up in the sky and shoot away. Yeah, except uh, everyone's except just like, one. so Warlock, you're going to keep yours right. He's like, yeah, we have a special friendship. And it's just like, I'm out. <laughs> and that's pretty much how the end of Infinity Wars goes in. Obviously, we missed a couple parts. We want you to that's go back and read it. usually how friendships go as people just leave. Yeah, we want you to go back and read it. It's an excellent series. Obviously, there's a little bit of confusion because it's it's comics and it's just a huge, very important series. Like, it's really cool how they broke that down, made a new villain, even though it's Gamora, but she is a new villain as Requiem. It's a very fun read. Yes, very fun and read. somewhat confusing. And as it leads into Guardians, man, it picks up like, boom, okay, we need to figure out where's Thanos, why is he being reborn, and who, so why we're going to Why he still not Gamora. have a head? Yeah. We have the Black Order come in, they do their thing, kill, we assume kill most of the people. Yes, because they, they got sucked into that little space-time yeah. rip. Moon Dragon but survived. Phyla survived. Beta Ray Bill survived. Beta Ray Bill survived. Cosmic Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider yeah. survived. And they all end up on the Guardian ship. Because they were all getting sucked in, but then guess what? Whatever Beta Ray Bill's hammer is, just straight up guides them out. See, I thought in the comics, they didn't say what he's using. I thought he used Stormbreaker. I okay, thought that it was probably his is. Yeah. It probably is Stormbreaker. Uh, and they go on there, and of course, Nova Corp's like, hey, we these guys are coming with us. We have questions. And they're like, that. And of course, Star-Lord like, was I like, I need a warrant. <laughs> yeah, you need a warrant to get on my ship. He's like, that's different for when it's your crew, but this is still very tentative. And he's like, well, they're my crew now. Said, and then is, Ghost Rider's ship. like, this nope. This isn't the old ship. This is, this is called Ryder. He's like, named after Winona? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the Nova said... Uh, Something he he was he made a re- another reference like oh this and he then Star Lord said no Winona. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut back to like where the Black Order took Thanos's corpse. Uh, I guess they're delivering it to Hela. And you have Proxima putting the pieces together, having the body there, still needing to find a head, saying don't play with death. You can't play with Lady Death, even if you are the goddess of death. Last page turned Hela. Oh. Yes, I am very excited to keep reading this issue. Man, or this seriously, series. peaks on high. For all we know, like they've already killed off like people like the Silver Surfer. Eros is gone. I mean, oh my god, from the jump, I don't think so they the are. Surfer's dead. That's they said that because he was oh, in that room. He got sucked exp- yeah, the, yeah, he was in right. that room. It. I hope these he's people not are dead. very likely not dead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the same writer does Thanos. Uh, wins and the Silver Surfer was still alive in that, wasn't he? Or did no? He ended up he, at the very he end. Got he, killed. They, he got killed. They, they the should end. have implanted his head on the hill of uh, Mjolnir. Oh damn! Yep, there's that. But that pretty much wraps up Guardians. Really recommend you watch. Uh, Let's wrap that. it up. We got at least a few more issues. Yep, to go. never mind. I got about thirty minutes. Uh, so going into the very last second of the Guardian series, uh, where they show Hela again, and I want to talk about her design, and uh, I really like it. And uh, stop me, Stephen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Omega Level is proudly sponsored by Ink or Dye Studios, a unique combination of a tattoo parlor and hair salon. Located at 270 North Dakota Street by Flanagan's, Ink or Dye Studios employs the best artists and stylists around. Boasting a friendly atmosphere, helpful, talented, and incredibly creative staff, Ink or Dye Studios is the only tattoo shop and hair salon you'll ever need. Stop in, call, or contact them through their social media accounts today to set up an appointment. The March to Endgame. Yes, this week um, we are talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm. Great movie. Awesome, strong origin okay. movie, too. Okay, and this is how we start. So upon a rewatch, might now be in my top three, if not number one Marvel movie. <laughs> this is going to be exciting for our next two films, man. I wonder if BP is going to stand up there. You know, three, possibly number one. You know? Man, rewatching Black Panther. After I rewatched that, that entered my top three, if not number one. From the jump, I really like uh, dealing with the aftermath of Civil War. You have your little... Uh, God, yes, one of the best intros, his little cell phone footage. God, cell phone footage. He's just like recording everything. Happy's like, why are you doing that? You're not supposed to send this to anybody. He's like, I know. He's like, oh my God. Like, I was there, and Amy was all giant, and I totally came in and swiped Cap's shield. And Happy just walks in and he's like, these walls are very thin. Yes. <laughs> you got to remember, he's 15 years old in this movie, 14 in Civil War. Yeah, I forgot. He actually he has that argument with Iron Man. He's like, I'm 15. He's like, this is where you shut up. <laughs> this is where you shut up. God, Tony was used very well in this. Yes. He wasn't too much, but he was just enough. Not too much, but uh, their relationship is so great. It actually makes sense like how Spider-Man would actually get his tech is because of Iron Man. Like, <laughs> Yeah, given that awesome suit. Like, where would this kid that has his, no he gets job? awesome suit stolen away. He goes back to just making a crappy handmade one. Still looked good, though. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously handmade, but I thought the design was cool. Also, just like... I like the fact that Spider-Man, usually in the comic books, he does have his like his little gadgets. Mm -hmm. and they actually introduced him in this movie because of Tony. He's got his little tracking spider. He's got his little like recon his drone. He's got five hundred and fifty something like different combinations of web shooters. Oh man! Which, but Karen always wants to just use lethal. Lethal shot anybody? And something pretty cool about that Karen is Jennifer Connelly voices her. And her husband is Paul Bettany, who voiced Jarvis and is now Vision. So I'm assuming that she's going to become Miss Vision. And that <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, that's a little far fetched, but I did think that's pretty cool that she voiced him, Mister and Mrs. Karen, Mister and Mrs. Karen. Uh, but you see Spider-Man dealing with he was from Civil War, and he's like, "Wow, I'm feeling included. I'm feeling like a real hero." But then Tony's like, "Hey, you know, be that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You don't. Yeah, you're, you're 15 years old. Keep calling Happy. Like he has oh a serious case gosh. of like stalker syndrome. I mean, they show the text messages, like just a bunch of them. Saying, he's like, hey, "Hey, man, I'm free after school. If you need me, I'm down to do my next mission." Oh, and he gave him that uh, daily update, the staircase when he's on the building. And he's sitting over there. He's like, you know, I stopped somebody uh, from stealing the bike. I didn't find who. I didn't find the guy whose bike it was. Yeah, uh, he leaves a little note on it. Yeah. God, that was just that was his little crime spree. Uh, his little crime busting montage is so great. Oh my god, Stanley's like, cameo interfering more than anything. Yes. Like, dude's just trying to break into his own car. It was like in his own driveway. He's like, nope, you're not going. He was like, dude, it's my car. He was like, hey, I got to work today. I got to work shut today. shut up down there. He's like, whoa, just calm down. And yeah, Stan Lee cameo. He's like, hey, you quiet down there. And he's like, is that you? And he's like, oh, Marjorie, how's your mother? <laughs> like, so, solid cameo, solid cameo. And also, Spider-Man. Hey, take you, Spider-Man. Do a oh, flip. Spider-Man do the flip guy. Arguably my favorite part of the entire movie. The best best casting name. And didn't realize till I was rewatching that his voice was extremely high when he said that. I just thought he was like, hey, you know, yelling. No, he's like, hey, yelling. <laughs> it's like he was he was at a different octave than I thought uh, he was. Yes, I think the first time I watched that, I was kept giggling throughout the rest of the movie, so I missed parts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but seeing Spider-Man trying to be more than just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and he keeps going behind Tony doing these big things, trying to follow who we find out at the beginning of the movie, Michael Keaton Vulture. 
Wow. Awesome job. Yeah, which I remember when they casted him and said that the Vulture was going to be the villain, I was just like very unenthused. Yep, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. But, but did he man, change your mind? Like, oh, yeah, obviously. Like, Vulture's design in this movie, pro- it's possibly what also, like, helped me actually care about the character because usually the comic book one is a little bit silly. Yes, but, like, like actually, actually made use, him like, vulture tech, <laughs> fully, like, mobile. You can actually mm-hmm. cut things with it and mm-hmm. do all sorts of stuff. To say, like, you see these open... War- they show the suit in this open area's big thing, and you're trying to tell me that they were able to put it in the back of a truck, like, just... I mean, it wasn't even that big of a truck. I mean, sure, you can compress it down and maybe yeah, make it smaller, thought, but every time it's wings out. That's the only reason. Because remember, when they're on that plane, it's like it airlocks itself. It does look pretty small there. Uh, true, true. When you're talking about when they were invading, uh, trying yeah. to take the plane from Iron Man and all that. Yeah, when they're like, like phasing into it and like, yeah, stealing all his stuff. But yeah, the Iron Man tech and whatnot. Yeah. Awesome sequence towards the end, too. That fight sequence was really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Spider-Man growing during this movie. Uh, obviously... He hacked a uh, him and Ned, who I love Ned, his his little yes. man in the chair, guy in the chair, man, guy in the chair, going back and forth during the one scene where he's Sorry, trying to. I had to scratch my neck. I had like a hanging hair. This guy has a hanging hair, everybody. I'm so Jeez. Itchy. Well, bathe, dude. <laughs> God. Sorry, viewers and listeners. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff and Brittany and my lovely aunt Terry. Thank you. Shout out. I couldn't say that because I was in the void last week, but I can today. I can today. Uh, very strong origin movie. My rating still stayed the same. I enjoyed it just as much. There was no increase. There was no decrease. Uh, Tom Holland is my favorite Peter. Oh yeah, for sure. He absolutely nails the performance. Absolutely. Like, yeah, he and just out of like the suit. That, uh, the awkwardness of like being a teenager. Oh my God. And the super cringy high school scenes. Yes. I love that. Oh. Like, you see like they're talking about like, prom's upcoming. Do you have a date? Marion or whatever. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, dude. Just zooms on his face. Like, oh, also, I think, <laughs> God. God, that Monument Tower scene was so good. That was, I think, the best choreographed scene of the movie. Oh, yeah. Just how fl- also how fl- had one of the funniest moments where, like, he saves, um, it's not MJ. I forgot her name. Uh, the Vulture's daughter. We'll go with yeah, that. The, the Vulture's daughter. That's her That's her credit name. <laughs> saves her. Karen's just like, this is your moment, Peter. Kiss her. Starts <laughs> During- falling. The, air, uh, the elevator collapses, and the teacher's just like, thank you. <laughs> Flash is just like, are you really friends with Peter? <laughs> That's Flash's uh, only thing because he treats concerned him like crap about his safety. <laughs> this entire movie, Flash is the worst. We're not going to get into that. He's garbage. Also, they provided a history lesson in this. Apparently, Monument Tower was built by slaves. Yeah, and that's why uh, MJ didn't want to say anything to do with it. Not the yeah. same MJ. Is she going to be the next Mary Jane? Yeah, because they called her Michelle. Her name's Michelle. Definitely hinting Friends call at her like MJ. some sort of like relationship. Because also, when um, uh, she wasn't in detention, but. No, she was in detention that one time with well, Hannibal yeah, Buress. Like, you ain't even I'm here. I'm talking about like when she's talking about Peter and like what he's doing. They're like, oh, I'm not stalking him. I'm just very observant. Oh, they're at Ban. Oh, it's Ban. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, oh yeah, because she says like club. he's already quit. Club. Yeah, he's already quit Ban and something else. And they all look at her like, he's like, I'm not obsessed with him or anything. She's one of the most like apathetic people. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care for her that much. I thought some of her things hit. I thought she was amusing, but I just felt like she was there just to kind of like add that dry humor. When needed. Yeah. Not bad, but didn't blow me away. Uh, but seeing the monument scene, also, can we acknowledge that the teacher has seen death on a field trip before? Yes. Yeah, after that whole field trip, he's on, like, uh, he's in an interview, and he's like, I'm just glad that all the students made it out safe. I couldn't bear to lose another one. Not again. <laughs> okay. And also, like, I know <laughs> just in passing. they already had the trailer for the next movie, Far From Home, and it seems like Mysterio's in it. Well, yes. he definitely yeah, is. Yeah, he's in definitely it. in it. But this after credit scene showed that 
Scorpion's supposed to be appearing. I mean, that could be a setup for something even bigger, too, because they're in prison. So now he's teaming up with Vulture, oh, so who wouldn't the, reveal his identity, because so Vulture guess that knows. So could be them forming the Sinister Six in prison? Yep. Uh, okay. And Vulture knows who the identity is, but still kept it hidden. Yeah. I, maybe that's just because you gave his daughter a good time. Probably. But not too good of a good time. But not too good of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a good spot to wrap up. Honestly, I hope you guys enjoyed that thing. I'm sorry for so much backtracking, jumping forward, backtracking. That's kind of, you know, like I said, we're good at that. Can't have order without disorder. Boom. Thanks for uh, tuning in, listening, watching any platform that you're on. Thanks for tolerating. Tolerating, mainly Steven. Please, I hope I'm not in a void next week. Please don't put me in a void next week. Oh, put the gauntlet away. Put the gauntlet away. Okay, okay. I'll give you one more chance. Thanks, man. Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. We are on Facebook as Omega Level Podcast. We're on Instagram as Omega underscore level underscore podcast, all lowercase. We are on Twitter as at Omega Level PCast. That's the letter P. We are on the Anchor app as Omega Level, and we are on YouTube as Omega Level Podcast. Make sure you hit them all up, and, you know, don't be stupid. Like our stuff. Mm